last Monday, I had Jude Paul Edison with me here on the show. And we had an interesting conversation about staying connected. After the episode was aired, some of you texted me saying that it was helpful and that you were able to connect with your friends after a very long time. So I'm really glad that uh, this podcast is serving the purpose because this is exactly what I had in mind when I started this podcast to help people out at various circumstances and to help rediscover themselves. So I'm really thankful, all right? And I thank you all for listening to uh, this podcast and extending your support Monday after Monday. So I love you all and a very big thank you. A very good evening, everybody. And I would like to welcome you to another episode of I Am A Stammerer and I'd Like To Speak. This is Anthony Arvind, probably your favorite Stammerer. Funny things happen around us all the time, isn't it? There is humor all around us. We we just have to look for it. And if we kind of look for it, you would know that there is so much humor all around us. It's just in abundance. I was just thinking to myself, what would our lives look like? If there was no humor, it's like this silence. It would be completely boring. And that's the uh, imp of humor in our lives. And to a great extent, stand-up comedians have contributed towards this, this humor that we have all around us, that we are able to enjoy. I, 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 I personally like stand-up comedians and I'm sure that uh, most of us like stand-up comedians because it's just the way they deliver their comedy, you know, these, these incidences from their lives and the way they, they put it across. It's, it's really great because it requires uh, a lot of confidence to go, 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 go up on the stage and be open about the things that happen in their lives but in the most humorous way possible so i really admire them and uh, i I thought i'll share uh, a story with you that happened uh, to me while i was in college Uh, it, it, it was way back in 2009 when i was in the hostel and i was in the first year and within uh, the f- first six months of college, uh, we had an opportunity for a musical event at St. Anne's College here in Bangalore. So we put up a band together and we started practicing. And the pr- pr- practice happened at one of my fr- friend's place, which was close to uh, maybe around to 20, 25 kilometers away from the college. So... All of us, you know, the band members, we had to finish our work and uh, and then leave for practice at about five in the evening. And uh, it would take us uh, 
at least about an hour to travel and then uh, finish our practice and by the time we came back it was already 10:30-11 every single day so this happened for over two and a half to three weeks uh, and we hired a few bikes from our friends and then we, 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 we used to travel so that this was happening for two two and a half weeks and as we were doing it every day one day uh, you know we were coming back from practice and it was uh, you know as I said, it was quite late I think uh, it, it must have been past 11 p.m. and as we were coming back I, you know I, I had this friend of mine called Paul with me we were coming back and on the way we almost reached college and at that place we had to stop because there was this pack of dogs standing right in front of us and these dogs were staring down at us uh, and and uh, Paul kept saying to me hey, you know what I do we, we cannot go, go, go through this pack of dogs because there are at least around 20 to 25 dogs over there and there is no way because they, they look angry and uh, I told Paul hey if we have to go go back and take another route uh, we have to travel at least another 20 kilometers which is not ha- ha- happening because it's already late right so I, 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 as I had this conversation with Paul and he's trying his best to convince me not to go through but for a moment I just shut my ears out and then I started ha- having this this conversation in my head with those dogs and I clearly understood the dogs telling me we dare you to go through us and I, I, I told the dogs back hey, hey I dare you to stop us and somehow Paul kind of uh, understood that I, ha- that I was having an impractical conversation with these dogs in my head so he tapped on my shoulder and he said Hanto I'd like for you to stop thinking whatever it is that you're thinking and I told Paul hey you know what just hold on to me like your life depends on it because it does and uh, I told him you know what we're going to take off so he said uh, you know what if if that's the case if you made up your mind that there is no way I can um, you know speak some sense into you so so here we go you go ahead but I'm gonna ho- hold on to you real tight so if you can't breathe I'm not responsible so I, I, I said done deal fine and uh, I was just waiting over there for some kind of um, space and these dogs were there the, the staring down at us and then all of a sudden I saw this tiny little space that I could uh, exploit so here I was I put the f- 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 first gear on and I took off boom the bike popped a wheelie even though I, 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 I didn't in, in, intend to. and yes the bike was uh, back on the ground and we were gunning towards college and in my peripheral vision there I saw two feet on either side of my shoulders and I was wondering what the heck was happening I looked back and Paul literally put his legs up 
on my shoulders. But it was the most illogical ever to do because his head was almost at the tail lamp. His head was at the tail lamp but his legs were on my shoulders and the dogs and have a grab at his head. And I was like, Paul, what are you doing? And as I was uh, dealing with Paul, gear switched back to neutral. And that was the worst thing ever to happen. Because this bike started slowing down and now I had to put my foot down to change gears and there were at least around three to four dogs on either side of the bike. I just took a huge risk, put my feet down quickly, boom, yes, she shifted to the second gear and we took off. So we crossed this whole uh, action of the road and then we stopped for a breather. And then came a cab. He stopped right next to us. And then he said, you guys had to be in the circus. And he was looking at the whole drama from behind. I couldn't believe because he could have helped us out. Well, now when I think about this incident, it's funny to me. It's really funny because I kind of recollect the whole whole scene in my head. and It, it looks so funny in my head. Stand-up comedians do this, right? So they just share their life experiences but in a much, much better and humorous way. And uh, recently I was listening to this comedian called Michael Jr. And he explained the process of a stand-up comedy. And he said that there are th three things for a good stand-up comedy. First is the setup. It, it is basically the context of a story or an uh, incident that the stand-up comedian is about to share. And the second is the build-up. It's the process of uh, building up that story in the most creative way and uh, the stand-up co comedians will use the build-up step to take the audience in a particular direction and then surprise yes the stand-up co comedian will drop the element of surprise because the audience are in a particular direction and then when there is a surprise element it becomes funny it becomes enjoyable and then the audience burst down to the laughter it's very interesting isn't it first the setup second the build-up and then the surprise element in the same way I think in life we have these three elements in every circumstances that there is this setup the context of that incident and then there is a build-up whether we like it or not yes there is and sometimes we can control it sometimes we cannot but the third one is where we have a huge problem we are okay with the setup part we are okay with the build-up part also to an extent but the third one, the surprise element, that's scary for us. 
because when it comes to life it's not humorous it's not it's not funny anymore we fear it we are scared of it as to what this surprise might be and where will it take us and what's going to happen next there are so so many questions that flood us pertaining to the surprise aspect of life but you know what i'd like to urge you all to enjoy the surprise element of life because the surprise element in itself is designed for us to enjoy so there is no point fretting about it and complaining about it and uh, living in the fear of it there are these three elements in all circumstances of our lives in all aspects of our lives the setup the build up and the surprise and so let us enjoy all three because that that's what makes our life interesting so on that note i'll meet you next monday with a brand new episode of i am a stammerer and i'd like to speak until then be safe and enjoy yourself this is me anthony arvind signing off take care bye bye bye